This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. All right, my friends, what's up? Brent here from Learn Jazz Standards. Welcome to another episode of the podcast where I'm answering your jazz and music-related questions five days a week to help you become a better jazz musician, to shorten the learning curve, and have more fun than ever playing music. Today's question is a great question, and it comes from Jeff Ellermeyer. Let's take a listen. Who's the first person that we consider a jazz artist? And Happy New Year from Palm Springs, California. Woo, Jeff, I could use a little bit of Palm Springs right now because it's a little cold over here in New York. What a good question. Who is the first jazz musician ever? Well, unfortunately, the answer to that question isn't so clear, but I do love the intent of your question because the history of jazz music is really important to understand and dive into if you're interested in becoming a jazz musician or getting better at playing jazz for whatever reasons you might be trying to do it. It's a great idea to understand jazz from its early days, early jazz, we call it Dixieland, to the swing era, to the bebop era, to the post-bop era, to the free jazz, to fusion, and to the modern jazz era. Just understanding all of this and where the music came from is really, really important. So in our attempt to figure out who the original jazz musician is, all we can really do is look at the research and the things that have been uncovered by jazz historians. Now, a lot of historians and a lot of people boil down the possibility that the first jazz musician, let's put in quote ever, was Buddy Bolden. Now, Buddy Bolden was a coronetist, and of course, he hailed from New Orleans, the birthplace of jazz. Uh, beginning around nine, or sorry, 19, 1895, rather, he assembled a band that was popular in New Orleans street parades and dances and included musicians who would later become important figures like Sidney Bechet and Monk Johnson. So there is folklore around this musician, this coroness in New Orleans called Buddy Bolden. But here's the thing. There's only one picture of him that has ever been uncovered, and there are certainly no recordings or video of him ever playing. So really, Buddy Bolden is mostly just a musician that has been talked about and passed down through history. And the way in which he was playing, right, kind of exemplified this evolution of turning into jazz. Because remember that, you know, jazz is, is really this melting pot of music that reflected its environment, New Orleans, which was, again, a melting pot of culture, of 
Creole, French, of um, black enslaved Americans, right, who were playing the blues, who kind of birthed the blues that were taking gospel tunes from their enslavers. And, you know, this kind of blues influence coming in with the marching band, European music, that all was existing within, you know, New Orleans. And so all this was music was coming about and evolving. Um, there are some other theories out there. Uh, for example, uh, Mr. Jelly Roll Morton, who was uh, a pianist and a prolific composer, actually claimed that he was the originator of jazz. In fact, I think here's the direct quote. He said, it is evidently known beyond contradiction that New Orleans is the cradle of jazz, and I myself happen to be the inventor in the year of 1902. I don't know if we could really call Jelly Roll Morton the inventor. There are historians that do say he's kind of the first jazz composer, right? The very original jazz composer. Here's my theory on all of it, right? You have this environment, New Orleans. It's a melting pot of culture. It's a melting pot of music. There's a lot of things going on. And music, musicians, and certainly the way jazz evolved, is social, right? There's musicians playing with each other, learning from each other, mimicking each other, collaborating with each other. And so what you end up having is perhaps an influential person like Buddy Bolden comes up onto the scene, but everybody's really playing together and music kind of just reflects the people you're around and the environment that you're in. And that's how music evolves. And that's how jazz comes about. And that's how King Oliver came about. And that's how, uh, uh, that's how Louis Armstrong, right? He played in, in, in King Oliver's band. And then, you know, people think of Louis Armstrong as really the father of jazz, like the guy that really like propelled it and made it popular and, and all of that stuff. And then, of course, you have um, in 1917, Nick LaRocca and his original Dixieland Jazz Band recorded the first ever jazz record. Right? That's at least that's what historians um, that's what historians say called the, the livery stable blues. But you have all this happening. Right. And there's really no originator. There's really no one person. But it just keeps on evolving and growing and it's still doing that today and that's why it's so important to check out the history of jazz to go through you know the early 1900s and and those first recordings we can get our hands on right listening to the 1920s of like Louis Armstrong's Hot 5 and Hot 7 bands listening to Charlie Parker listening to Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers listening to Ornette Coleman listening to uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, Mike Stern and Pat Metheny and Kurt Rosenwinkel and Chris Potter and all those people that just spans everything. So you can really understand how this music came about, how it's still thriving today and what you can actually learn from it. All right. So that's all for today's episode. Remember that knowledge without action isn't really knowledge at all. And lots of practice isn't near as good as a little bit of good practice. So we'll see you in the next episode. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and see you then.
Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. LearnJazzStandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.